listening to The Midnight Watch, where I'm not always standing on watch for you against bad movies. I'm Philip Pyle. And I'm Nicholas Allen. And tonight's film is 10 Cloverfield Lane. This film stars Mary Elizabeth Winstead as the character of Michelle. We start off the movie with her running away from home. She's older, but she's running away from her relationship with what we assume is her husband. He's never seen on camera. You only hear his voice over the telephone. It's implied that they had an argument. We don't know what the argument was about, but whatever it is, it's causing her to run away from the relationship. And as she's leaving, uh, she has a car accident and wakes up in an underground bunker that is owned by a character named Howard, played by John Goodman. He tells her that the world as she know it no longer exists, and that the outside world is dangerous and she must stay there, along with another occupant named Emmett, played by John Gallagher Jr. She starts to get suspicious over whether or not his claims are true, and eventually it will lead her to try and escape the cellar. Phil, what did you think of 10 Cloverfield Lane? I thought it was a pretty little, solid little thriller. Had the nice little bottle effect because they're in the bunker and obviously that creates some unnerveness because Mary Elizabeth Winstead wakes up in the middle of nowhere and John Gilman did a really good job of being like creepy and kind of unnerving. Yeah. Like he kind of, I don't know if he was, it was like the director said, all right, John, that was a good line right now. I want you to strip all emotion out of it because he has this kind of monotone, almost robotic way of speaking where you're like yeah you really aren't used to talking to people are you nope. he's basically this giant conspiracy theorist plus the movie i think does a good job of having these little quiet moments and then moments of tension as we find out more about john goodman's character and then also there's some stuff we find out about mary elizabeth winston's character that makes it like yeah i i can see why you don't want any parts of this situation Cause I could already see where this is gonna go bad, and uh, yeah, the rest of the performance are good. Obviously, Mary Liz Winstead is a really good actress. It's good to see her in something mainstream. She's been doing stuff, but they've been like indie stuff. So. Well, the last mainstream thing I remember her doing was the Thing remake, yep. which wasn't that good. So yeah, it's good to see her in something good that's mainstream appeal, and hopefully, we see more of her in bigger stuff. Yeah, I agree. I thought the film was good. I actually would say it's probably going to end up on my best of list. Oh, okay. Maybe. We'll see because uh, the year yeah, is still it's, young. It's, it's but only three we'll see. Obviously, I had some reservations about how they chose to conclude the film. Mm-hmm. Some of it I'm okay with. Some of it I'm thinking that this is a victim of the fact that this film was not originally a Cloverfield film, which we should get that out of the way right off the bat. Anybody that's looking for that, uh, you're going to be disappointed yep. if you're looking for any connection to the first movie because it has nothing to do with the first movie. Yep. And the title, even though they find a way to fit it into the movie to make it seem like, oh, okay, you see, yeah, it's part of the movie. No, the fact remains it was all a marketing ploy to get people to see the movie because you didn't have enough confidence that the movie would do well on its own, which is a shame. But that's mm-hmm. what happens with the big studios, unless it's something that they've been bankrolling out for years, like superhero films, or a huge franchise like the Jurassic Park franchise or whatnot, mm-hmm. Any smaller film, suddenly they get scared. Oh, I don't know if I want to do this. It only costs you like 20 minutes. Oh, I don't know if I want to do this. 
it might not sell. So then they turn it into something that's not. Because this film was based on a script called The Cellar, which obviously had nothing to do with Cloverfield. <laughs> but under Bad Robot, they saw enough similarities to make it a spiritual successor to Cloverfield. I, I don't see said similarities, I don't but whatever. <laughs> Uh, but the performances are great across the board, especially John Goodman and Mary Elizabeth Winston. John Gallagher Jr. isn't bad either. Uh, there's actually a celebrity cameo. Do you know who Ben was? Michelle's, uh, husband slash boyfriend. Who was that? I'm surprised, because it was Bradley Cooper. Really? Yeah. I mean, you could tell the Rocket Raccoon voice, but you didn't tell his normal voice. I don't know what to say. Yeah, I could tell it was Rocket Raccoon, but... I cannot tell that. Now, that might be considered a spoiler, but it's not really because it happens in the first 10 minutes. And you you never see him. All you hear is that one telephone conversation, and that's it. After that, uh, the rest of the movie is focused on Mary Elizabeth Winstead, and she doesn't have any contact with him again. Mm -hmm. But I thought the performances were great across the board, really tense. Uh, anybody who has claustrophobia will probably find this movie, uh, somewhat scary. Uh, there were moments in this movie that, like you said, were really unnerving. Because, yeah, John Goodman's basically the embodiment of white male entitlement. Like, uh, you should thank me. Kiss my feet when I come in the room. I wouldn't say that. (laughs) He's just weird and thinks that... (laughs) Oh, well, I did this. That automatically means people should be grateful. Well, not exactly. Right. Especially concerning the circumstances that they just wake up in your place. You didn't ask permission because that's something that you learn even as a medical first responder. The first thing you do before you try to help anybody, you ask them if they want your help first. Because otherwise, then there's a whole bunch of legal issues. Now, obviously, he doesn't have to worry about that. But that's just how things are. Before you enter somebody's personal space, you should make sure they're okay with it. Now, obviously, you can make the argument, well, Mary Elizabeth Winstead was knocked out, but still, it's creepy, dude. <laughs> and especially, right. I'm sure you noticed this, too, she woke up with no pants on, yeah. so I'm kind of like, uh, even though nothing like that happened, but yeah. it was still one of those things where you're like, uh, yeah, about that. And there's no reason for her to be missing any pants, because you could have just cuffed her arm. I know their little justification would be, well, he cuffed her to, well, it wasn't a radiator, but to the wall by her leg. But you couldn't do that with the jeans on. Especially, like I said, as you learn more about his kid. <laughs> Plus, there's a kind of funny moment where they're playing board games that kind of speaks to his state of mind. Oh, definitely. <laughs> where it's like. <laughs> and speaking of funny moments, this movie has coined forever now, as I'm gonna call it, the John Goodman dance. Which I will be, <laughs> which I will be doing the next time I go to the club. And if people ask me what I'm doing, I'll be like, "Oh, this is the John Goodman dance." <laughs> oh yeah, can I go up that? Yeah, this has a really good score. Some different songs, but they're all like catchy and nice to listen to. <laughs> Oh. They're few and far in between. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I saw this film in IMAX. Okay, I didn't because I was kind of like, this don't seem like an IMAX kind of movie. Well, so I, wouldn't have, I wouldn't have expected you to see it in IMAX. I just saw it in IMAX because it was the most conveniently timed ah. film 
for me to see before Got work. You. So I saw it in IMAX. I don't feel like I wasted my money. Right. At the same time, I wouldn't urge anybody to see it in IMAX. If you choose to, that's fine. But if you're on the fence, just see it in regular. I felt like it benefited from the IMAX sound. But for a lot of people, especially if you're paying for more than just yourself, mm -hmm. it, I wouldn't recommend paying the inflated IMAX prices for this. Yeah. Just see it on the normal screen. Mm-hmm. Alright, I get us the full price. Like I said, really, really uh, knocked it out of the ballpark. I was a little apprehensive because of the Cloverfield ties, but the cast brought it together. Really tight, well-constructed story and a really awesome stuff. Go check it out. Yeah, I'd also give it a full price and say definitely check it out. Uh, I know it's probably going to get lost in the shuffle for a lot of people since right. we got a lot of high-profile films coming yep. up, such as Legion and Batman vs. Superman. Mm -hmm. Then once you get into April, you got the Jungle Book and yeah. stuff. So it might get lost in the shuffle, but if you have the time to, I definitely recommend it. You don't have to see it in IMAX, see it in regular. Mm -hmm. If you feel like seeing it in IMAX, go ahead. I don't feel like you're wasting your time. The sound system is great and might make you jump a little bit. So, <laughs> But yeah, great performances all around. But if you are looking for it to be a direct sequel to Cloverfield or have any kind of ties... You'll probably walk away from the film disappointed, regardless yeah. of the fact that the movie is actually good. Mm. I, I can't blame you if you get upset for that, because I don't think it's right for them to market a film as being something that it's not. Because mm -hmm. that actually shows, uh, I was looking up the cinema score for the movie, yep. and even though the critics on Rotten Tomatoes gave it 91%, the cinema score is a B-, okay. and I guarantee that comes from a lot of people thinking it was an actual Cloverfield yep. movie. Mm expecting more of that yeah. monster stuff but yep that concludes our review once again we are the midnight watch where our motto is standing on watch for you against bad movies you can find the show by searching the stitcher radio app for the midnight watch or just simply go to our main site the midnight watch or one word dot and thanks for listening good night everybody good night